my God. Tell me that video just didn't give you chills. Chris Motino joins me in the room tonight to recap his monumental fight of the night at UFC 264. Chris Motino, man, I know you're a busy guy, but you took some time out for me tonight uh, to recap this and uh, show some love to the New England fans that are going to be watching. So, Chris, how you doing, my man? I'm great, brother. How are you? You know, like, of course I would take time out. You, you've been, you've been giving me the love over, over the years, bro. And you're one of the originals that I used used to come on all the time, man. And I just, I just appreciate you having me on. You know, it's cool, Chris. You were actually uh, this. We've I've had this podcast room probably about three and a half years, maybe a little longer. You and uh, some of your teammates were the first guys and uh, guys to come in here and podcast live with me inside this. And uh, the the rooms are bare, bare. I think I had a couple of pictures of you guys. So you basically started off with me. You got the the, the room podcast started for me. So uh, welcome back, Chris. Uh, and uh, big things for you, brother. How you feeling? I just played that that uh, weigh in video when you were in front of that huge two sixty four weigh in crowd. Uh, Conor McGregor and uh, you know uh, the history there that night, man. How would it feel walking out there and just seeing all them people staring at you, man? Realistically, man, it, it it didn't feel that different than anything else I've ever done. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it was a lot bigger and it was like a little a little bit crazier, but it was it was the same vibes, man. We're looking at a man, and I'm looking at another human being, and we we're, we're seeing who who's real, and it it, it wasn't it wasn't much different. You know what I mean? I know you were busy that whole week. Uh, as far as media, things that you have never experienced before, as far as the onslaught of people that want to talk to you, especially fighting, you know, O'Malley and late notice. And, you know, not many people knew about you on the UFC uh, level. You know what I mean? Um, dude, what was it like when, you know, everyone came at you in a storm to learn who Chris Motino is uh, ready to face Sean O'Malley? Yeah, the media was a little crazy, bro. There was, it was, there was a lot of, lot of, ne lot of negativity at first, a lot of, a lot of positivity as well, but it was just it was just something that you you couldn't you couldn't possibly be ready for. I got ten thousand people in my DMs telling me like I'm gonna die every day. I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm gonna go to sleep, man. People hitting up my girlfriend. People hitting up my family, and it's just it's just it's just something that they don't tell you to be ready for because like I don't I don't know many people that had to go through this. You know what I mean? Like I have one hundred sixty thousand people hitting me up every day trying to trying to get get in trying to take pictures with me trying to do this and it's like it's not something i was ever i was ever want i really ever wanted really you know what i mean like if people know me they know i'm a i'm a pretty quiet dude i'm pretty uh to myself dude so this this stuff's a little crazy but hey if this is what if this is what we need to do to be able to take care of ourselves take care of my family and do this for the rest of my life i'll do it it's just it's just it's just gonna take some getting used to yeah, man, and you did it. You performed incredibly well. Um, you know, you had them haters that are still, um, you know, talking shit about you, Chris, but th those are fans either, even though they're not liking you, they're fans anyway. They're watching, they're puffing you up, and they're sharing your shit, man. You exploded, and it, and I've never seen anyone come off a loss and make a debut for the UFC and get so much exposure and love and just reach the heart of people that um, uh, are just inspired by a, a true fighter. Uh, dude, you sp spoke about all these people hitting you up, man, and how how it is to deal with. But what are some of the things you are getting uh, from some of the fans? I mean, the real fans that, that are inspiring you to, uh, you know, 
to, to really give back and talk to these people, man, because you are an inspiration and we'll talk a little bit about the growth to get here, but what, what are some of the things that these people are saying to you in a positive way that you're getting? I'm getting a lot of like they're inspiring me, man. Like I, I'm, I want to quit my job and do the things I love. I want to start training. I want to start, I want to start, I want to start doing that, that kind of, that kind of stuff, man. And I, re I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like I, it is, it is touching my heart to be, be, be knowing that people, people are watching my story and appreciate my story and know that, like, because I did work hard, man. I did work hard to get to this point, and whether or not I, I feel like I. I deserve all this love or don't deserve all this love. It's just, it's just, it's it's just good to know that there there are people that can re resonate and relate with my story. And it's because my story is just a no I'm a normal person. You know what I mean? I'm a normal dude. There's a lot of people that doing jobs they hate to try to try to build something that they love, and that's what I really feel like my story is, man. I feel I, I worked for years doing jobs I hated while trying to train while still trying to commit time to my family and my and people that I care about. And now that I, when I really committed to myself and really committed to training, committed to the people I love, now, now things happen to me. And it's, it's, it just, it just shows that if you follow the path God sets out, man, good things happen in life. And that's how I truly believe it's going right now. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, you know, it's documented 11 days notice going in there. You know, Sean O'Malley even said it after, uh, in the post-fight interview that, you know, uh, you're a bad motherfucker, man, taking an 11 days notice, staying in there and uh, giving him all he could handle in there, man. As far as, I mean, 11 days notice, Chris, I know you were fighting. You had another opportunity um, that you were going to be fighting for. I think it was a title fight that wasn't announced yet. I think you might have been uh, fighting for a title for CFFC. So it was, it, I think it was in August. So you were still, you were kind of in the mind of training camp. But now we got 11 days, you know, you know, six weeks or so, eight weeks or so earlier than that CFFC opportunity. Did you get to do any kind of training? It was 11 days, days notice. And then you had all that media on you and, the, you know, the you had a fly and, and all that other shit, man. How much did you actually get to game plan and train to take on uh, Sean O'Malley? Um, no, I have, I always, I'm always training, you know what I mean? I train, I train like two, three times a day usually, and I'm, I'm training every day, but it was, it was, it wasn't to where I normally would be to be ready to fight, you know what I mean? But again, I tell everybody and I, I'd say this all the time and nobody seems to be listening to me. Like I'm ready to fight tomorrow if I need to fight. Like the fighting part's the easy part. It's the training part that is crazy i can go in i'm always ready to fight 15 20 minutes 30 minutes 40 minutes whatever you whatever you need to i'll stand in the cage and we can punch each other in the face and it's what i truly believe um as a pro professional we we need to be ready to go but uh as 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 a game planning man there was no there was no game plan for this fight man you can't game plan in 10 days man you can't get you can't do new things for for a 10 day fight you know what i mean we're gonna just gonna fight and that's what you saw in there, man. I came in there and there was things I could have done differently. Maybe I shot a little, could have shot a little bit. I could have, I could have fainted more and landed my shots better. And instead of just charging at him and swinging, man. But it's a ten-day fight. I turned it into a hockey fight. It didn't work my way this time. You know what I mean? This is, this is what I truly believe, man. On ten days, I'll go in there and you know I'm not gonna get tired. Nobody, nobody, you could see me in any fight, man. This is the way I fight. I don't get tired. I come forward. I put the pressure. It just. There was there was minor differences in the way I usually fight and the way I did fight, and it's because of how the situation is. But I don't have excuses, man. A loss is a loss to me, and it, it's always gonna hurt. 
um, I'll just I'll just be better for the next one. Excellent. Did you get a chance um, to talk to O'Malley after? Was there any uh, kind of uh, conversation? You know, not in the cage, out. Did you see him anywhere, or was it kind of you went to uh, you know get checked out and then you know you were pre- basically on a plane Sunday night? I think I don't I don't know. You were basically back training yeah. in in. in uh, mil- yeah, no, I didn't get to really talk to him, man. They kind of just like they kind of like forced me to go to the hospital right afterwards. Um, they like kicked me out of the cage, put me on, a, put, put me on a butt, put me in a car, and just were like, "Yo, you have to go get checked." Um, it was, it was what it is, what it is. You know what I mean? Once I finally got back to the room, I was, I was back there like an hour and a half later, man. They, I couldn't really go anywhere, man. They had like, it was like such a crazy busy night, man. There was Ubers were like two hundred bucks. There's not really much to go, and like, I, we, not the way the traffic was, we really couldn't get it back to our house anyway. So it is what it is, man. I didn't really talk to anybody, but um, that's just the way I like it anyway, man. I like the I like the sulk. I'm a sore loser, man. I, uh, I kind of just sat in my room and that sat in my room and had some food, and that was, that was about it. Excellent, man. Well, Chris, you know, knowing you and and uh, you know your your growth here, you're not a really uh, you know party animal or big celebration guy. After it's more family, I'll celebrate with my family about it. You know, uh, give the kudos and thank yous to everyone. But uh, you're you're a family kind of guy, and uh, you keep to yourself. I mean, that that's why. It, I mean, your your Instagram went up like uh, you know by the end of the show, it could be 170 thousand. By the end of the weekend, you know, 200 thousand. It's just going to keep growing, man. And you're not. I mean, that's that's not Chris, but. Chris is uh, evolving in all ways. I mean, not only in the fight game, now it's the social media, selling yourself. And dude, it, it's working for you. How much did this, uh, I showed pictures of the fight and stuff like that, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but how much has this notor- notoriety and all this uh, kind of attention uh, changed you? Not as far as um, yourself, but kind of your life. Um, I hear that you, uh, you're you fighting full-time now. You, you might have quit your job. I don't know if it was just for this, but to... to you know, go for go for it in the fighting. Uh, you know the fighting reins here, and quit that job and devote your life to fighting, man. Uh, how much has this win and this opportunity changed your life? Oh, it's changed my life completely. Like I, I already quit my job a month before this. You know, what I mean, like this, this is just uh, this this stuff is adding on to it, man. It's giving me a lot of opportunities to sell. Sell, sell myself and sell my name and uh, build, build different brand, uh, avenues to in, in turn to make money and, and stuff like that, which is which is crazy, man. And I don't think, and I owe that. I regardless of like me being a sore loser and not wanting to, not wanting to lose, man. I owe that. I owe that dude everything because I don't think if I fought that dude, I would, I would be, I'd be growing the same, man. You've heard, I've heard him say it, man. He can say whatever, he, say whatever he wants, like. Obviously, if I didn't fight him, my name wouldn't be growing this big. It's like there's a there's a reason he has a big following. He has a big cult following that people people love him, hate him, whatever the situation is. But it's allowing me to grow. It's allowing me to build myself and allowing me to have avenues in order to make money, in order to do this for the rest of my life. And that's that's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying like everybody's like super happy. Like they're just like, oh, you man, you made it, you made it, you made it, you made it. I didn't make it yet. I'm, I'll make it when I'm here 10 years down the road and I get to be talking to you again 10 years from now and be like, hey, man, I'm getting ready to getting ready to get out of this. You know what I mean? Five, six years from now. I'm like, I don't want to get punched no more, bro. I'm kind of done. You know what I mean? That, that's when I made it. And that's uh, that's what I'm looking for, man, because I'm, I'm from a background where my, my first coach was in the UFC for 10 years. He retired on his own terms. He, he got to say that. And that's, that's what I'm looking for, man. I'm... 
I'm at the beginning of the mountain. I'm about to take a step onto the mountain and climb, man. That's that's where I am. So I'm just excited, man, like to not have to work a real job ever again. Hopefully I, I still train uh train people at different gyms and stuff. I teach at a couple of different gyms over at Hudson Combat and uh Ronin Jiu Jitsu and then like still still train over at Regiment Training Center where dude, these people are some of the best people I've ever met. And it's just it's just a great life right now, man. I got great things coming. I got great people in my life, and I'm just I'm just ready to just keep going, man. Small circles build great things, dude. And uh, man, what a backing and uh, you know a path you've had with great fighters and great fighters you're still training with. Um, you know, I'm flashing some of your gym photos here, some of your training photos, some of your wins, CES wins and stuff like that, and the training partners. That helped you along the way of, and of course, regiment here, man. How, how much has that helped you? Uh, uh, I know you would still be at the same gym if, uh, you know, things didn't change, you know, happen. Shit happens, gyms close and, and stuff changes. But how much have you grown in the, in the last year and a half since, uh, kind of jumping with regiment and, uh, you know, rolling with those guys? It's been the greatest decision, I think one of my greatest decisions of my life you know what i mean like these people i started with them about two years ago right like right before covid right before all the all the bullshit man and they, they've never really asked me for anything man they haven't de demanded anything of me they haven't changed me too much they just they've just tried to improve me and they they just it's just a benefit of having like-minded individuals and great training partners you got guys that like they don't need me there, you know what I mean? Regardless of all this, all this shit and all this, all this extra fame and nonsense, like right, they they'd be fine if I wasn't there, and that's something that I never had before, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I, I don't feel like I have to carry these guys. They have great fighters every day, and they're getting they've got they, they get guys into the UFC all the time, you know what I mean? They got Mitch, they had Jorgen, and there's so many so many killers that you don't even know yet that could that could easily make it to the UFC and be able to fight in the UFC. So it, it's it's just a crazy feeling, man. Great human beings that don't ask much of you and just want you, just want to help you succeed and help you grow. And it mean it means a lot to me, man. Being being here and seeing what they've done for me in the last the last two years of my life. Plus, I have the, one of the best managers. And outside of that, man, I got the best girlfriend I could ask for, the best family members I could ask for, the best girl, uh, best best mom, best best dad, best little brothers and sisters. And I just have a good group of people good group of people that are that are building me up every day and it just it just shows you know my friend now uh you spoke about you know quitting that job you're in this ufc now uh would you get a three three fight contract what would you get as far as when you signed signed it for the o'malley fight so when i signed for o'malley o'malley i think counted in there i got a four fight deal Ooh. so i got i got three more fights on my contract man three more fights to grow and build and uh I'm gonna make every single one of them count, man. And what? So that's that's the next part of this. That's the next part of this to see where we go from here. Uh, build up the skills and see if we're gonna go 25 or see if we're gonna go 35. That's and uh, now that I have the tools in order to do such a thing, like you know what I mean. Like before, it was like just me. You know what I mean. I'm I'm doing other things. I I gotta make 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 a weight class. I don't know if I can make make 125 by myself now like that i've seen what what the ufc really is and what how many how many tools you have man they got they got dietitians they got they got meal plans they got people they got people that test your body you know that all that stuff so i plan on going back out there at the end of the month or beginning of next month and uh 
and uh, look to talk to them and see uh, see if they can figure out of uh, how hard it would be for me to go 25. And if, if it's easy, it's not going to be too bad. Uh, I'll do that. If not, I'm going to stay at 35 and work for a title, man. These are, this is what I'm going to do. I'm looking to be champion. I'm looking to be world champion. And uh, we're just going to take it one step at a time. Excellent, my friend. Well, you know, the damage after the fight doesn't uh, doesn't show in the face because O'Malley looked like he didn't have many marks on his face. But he's the one that got the suspension after the fight. You're the one that, I mean, basically got a two month, a, what, a 60-day suspension, and that's kind of, I would imagine, mandatory when you're taking, like, a record amount of shots in there. But uh, two months isn't bad, dude, because that's enough time to, like, regroup and uh, get ready for that next fight. As far as O'Malley, I think he might be on the shelf for six months, man. In that... In that fight, did you feel him breaking things? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know, man. I just knew that I was wearing him down, man. I'm not easy. Like, again, I tell you to everybody, I'm not an easy, I'm not an easy fight ever, regardless of how many shots he landed and stuff. I was still in there. I was still ready to go. And I was still, I was still, I was still swinging, throwing punches, man. Hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, I have a stupid, hard Portuguese head, man. You punch it enough, you're going to hurt shit. So that, that's just the way it works, man. It's, it, it's, it's uh, it's it's proven, man. Science, man. Portuguese people have hard, <laughs> hard heads, nothing much in them, you know. That's just that's just the way it is. Um, other than that, man, nah, dude, I I can tell, but I you you see it. We're just made different. We're just made different. One of us is one of us is crippled after a fight. One of us is laying on the ground. The other one's been hit three hundred times and still standing up, still moving. So, I I don't know, man. Just from where I'm from, I, I feel like I, I'm. I'm one of the toughest, and I'm from one of the toughest areas in the world, man. That's that's just what it is. Yeah, and Chris, when you were on my podcast, basically we were uh, recapping your 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 CFFC fight, and uh, you know talking about that, and you you know you 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 were speaking about how you know you don't mind getting hit. I mean, it, it the part the hard part is working, uh, having to leave work, go to go training, putting all them extra hours in of travel, all that other stuff, man. If you could just fight and Fighting is all you do and training to, to for that fight, man. Um, I mean, you would be as happy as a pig in shit, man. You're getting your opportunity do, to do that now. You've talked about going to the, you know, um, the, the, the UFC and getting the train there and getting all the, you know, everything that they have to offer because you are now one of their fighters and you get to, to get all that stuff, man. How much do you think that's going to improve you? You talked about 125, but in the fighter in general, for you to be now a full-time fighter that you never were because you were, you know, working 60 to 70, 80 hours a week, spending time with your girlfriend, friend, family, traveling around from gym to gym. Now you get to kind of map out your training and you have the resources and now some money to help you along for that next camp. How much do you think that's going to improve Chris Moutinho in his next UFC fight? I, of course, I think it's going to improve improve the whole situation, man. My my environment just just better. My soul feels feels less heavy every day. You know what I mean? Like going to going to work used to just have a have a weight on my chest, man. That used to that used to kill me, and you know? it used to it made me feel like a different person. I came out came out of that bitter and angry and and, and uh, just a different different human being. Now that I I don't have to do that every day, man. I just go. I just go in, I, I teach a couple classes, then I go, I'm still training during that, then I go home, I go hit up a couple buddies, we go train, then I go to regimen. It's just, it's just a better, better vibe, man, and it's just a better, better feeling in my life, and better, better for my soul, and 
I'm just ready to do the do the whole thing, man. As of, as of all the other stuff, man, it, I think people make excuses for themselves why they can't hang out with their family, why they have to be away for months at a time. I think I think it's just a cop out. I think I think people uh, just have give excuses to be selfish and uh, and think it's gonna help them be better, man. I did that did that at the highest level, fighting some of the best dudes in the world, working a job for 78, 70, 80 hours a week, and still training every day. So if I could do that, um, all the other shit is just is just is just nonsense to me. It's just nonsense when I hear guys be like, "Oh, I had to leave for two months at a time, and my my, my wife and can watch my kids and all this other stuff." I think it's I think it's definitely just a cop out that people just don't want to be around situations. But hey, I'm I, I think I'm just I think I'm just a different dude. I think I, I I think different. I believe different. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. My my job now is just to get ready, just get better, just keep improving. Hit up hit up Brian and hit up Tommy, guys that I, I know. They're like they're like wizards, man. They they study this game, been this game ten plus years, and what they've done for me in two years, man. I can't imagine when I take this next six seven months to just train and get better. What we're gonna do that for the for the next one? It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, and I can't I can't wait to keep showing the world how how good I'm getting and how good I'm gonna be. Well, Chris, you're definitely an inspiration, man. And, uh, you know, dude, you know the way I am on uh, group pages, MMA pages. Dude, I'm a meme maker. Dude, uh, to just have you, you got hundreds of thousands of memes out there about the fight. And just, you know, Chris is a soulless zombie. And, like, uh, you guys put out, you know, Tyson, your, your manager, you guys put out looking for someone to make a logo for you. You're having fans are having fun with it, dude, man. Uh Dude, you're, you're, I mean, you've been, people don't understand how long you've been at this game at the regional level. They're thinking, hey, you know, Chris, I mean, they, you're going to get so many haters because of O'Malley and you kind of made him look vulnerable. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, the guy was knocking people out left and right and you came in there in 11 days notice and you gave him all he can handle. I mean, you, you, you hit back. Uh, you didn't stop coming forward, man. Now you have this, this barrage, this, this, Social media army behind you, uh, kind of pushing the 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 little guy here that is the actual fighter man that goes in there and and is what the fans want to see, regardless of if if you're taking a two hundred punches or not. I mean, people want to see that, and you are that that face that wants to see. I mean, I mean, are you ready to carry that on your back? Are you ready to uh, kind of take that? Because, dude. Your social media is only going to grow bigger because you've got a few months to train to get better. People are going to see you out there and they're going to follow you for this next fight. They want to see you in action that next fight with a proper training camp. Are you ready for the the the, the piggyback of this uh, kind of army on your back for your next fight? I'm ready for whatever comes. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going to be the same dude regardless. You know what I mean? I'm the same dude. Whether I have 160,000 fans or I have a thousand fans, you know what I mean. It doesn't really matter to me. Like, and I appreciate every one of them. You know what I mean. I appreciate every one of them messaging me, texting me, doing all that stuff, and I wanting wanting pictures, wanting whatever. Like, I appreciate it all. You know what I mean. Like, but I'm the same. I'm the same dude. I'm still gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna train my ass off and get ready. Get ready to go beat a dude's face in and get my face beat in. Like, this is what we do. This is how we. How I've been, what I've been born to do. You know what I mean? It's the only thing that I truly believe I was born to do. And like, I look at jobs, I've done jobs, I've done no, no, nothing that like 
people ever said like, oh, you could be a cop, you could be this. It never made me happy, you know. I never got that feeling. Punching somebody in the face and competing and trying to trying to see who's the better man is is something I truly believe I was meant to do, regardless if I win every time. Like I understand, like I understand something different that other people don't usually. People have to win, like in their head, they have to win. I know that I'm not gonna win every time, man. I'm I'm fighting some of the best fighters in the world. We all really believe in ourselves. We all train super hard, man. Even if I feel great that night, I could still lose it any minute of the day. And I know that. That's why I'm going and I'm working as hard as I am to try and make sure that I win these fights and try to make sure that I push myself past my limits every day to be be the best dude that steps in that cage. So it's it's I'm ready for whatever comes comes that way because I feel like the way I am as a normal person and how I am every day is is just gonna is gonna tell true. You know what I mean? Like I I'm the same person regardless on camera or off camera. I'm not like these other guys. These other guys are fake off camera. They're not the same people. They're not the same people once once there's once there's no shine. Once they don't have a million people watching them and following them. I'm the same dude. And if, if you love me now, you're gonna love me then. You know that's that's just the way it is. Excellent, my man. Well, the army is thriving and growing every second uh last last thing before i let you go chris it's about the fight and the end of the fight you had 30 seconds left in that fight uh you know you're taking punishment you're still standing there coming forward one of the best refs in the game steps in and thinks you had enough dude i i sent you the clip or i i tagged you in it i mean you were animated like uh, a cartoon dude, a fucking a real popular guy, man, animated the whole like basically fight. It was the funniest thing in the world. Dana tried to knock you out. No one could knock you out in the last 30 seconds. Herb Dean comes in and, um, you know, he stops that fight. What did you say to him? Like what Like what was said to, to him when he stepped in and then just backed you up? I, I said something like, oh, man, what the hell? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I should have been stopped. Let me bang, man. I do let you bang. Let me bang again, man. Let you bang. throwing punches. You know what I mean? So, like, and I've seen other fights that he's ref, like the Calvin Cater fights, like Calvin Cater's last fight, uh, uh, Roy McDonald versus uh, Robbie Lawler, and fights like that where fighters look like they're gonna they're, they're taking a beating. You know what I mean? And people let them keep going and let them keep fighting. And I don't know if it was because it was my first fight in the UFC or or what the situation, what his what his belief was in the situation. But hey, life life is life, man. I'm not gonna sit here and bash him because he seems like a really good guy. He seems like a a great a great ref. He's ref a lot of really high. Let me bang, man. I do let you bang. Let me bang again, man. Let you bang. Whatever the situation was. So, hey, man, a loss is a loss to me. It doesn't matter if I made it to the made it to the end and I I lost that way, or if I made it to the I got finished with thirty seconds left. Hey, it is what it is. My problem with with it was that I feel like they gave him something that he didn't earn. That's what I was saying. He didn't earn a knockout. I I was right in his face, and I was still fighting, and. It, there was other things I could have done better that would have maybe got me the win, but it's not how not how it went down. I'll just I'll just be better. We're gonna go back to the gym, go back to the drawing board, and we'll be better for the next one. Definitely will be. And uh, like I said, you have uh, so much energy helping you along and riding you along, dude. You're gonna be busy for some some months up until this fight, until you walk into that cage with people, you know, just inspire people. You'll get your haters too, Chris. But I think you'll 
win over those haters as you get to that next fight and the, the O'Malley thing. I mean, most of the people that are negative towards you are f O'Malley fans. Uh, you know what I mean? It's mostly o O'Malley fans, man. You're gonna win them over with your next fight. I mean, you're 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 that new face. I mean, people are calling you, you know, the the, the new Diaz. Like you're just that. You have that mentality because you've been a lo around a long time, man. It's funny when they they're gonna really know who you are and how long you've been fighting and how many battles you've been in. That man, they you're just gonna inspire so many more people. Uh, you know, on this journey, of yours, brother. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's like even the haters, man. I love, I love them. You know, I appreciate they appreciate them, man, because they're still helping me grow. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can tolerate haters. I just don't, I don't, I don't say anything. You're not gonna get nothing out of me. I, like that shit doesn't do nothing for me. I'm from Massachusetts. We talk crap to each other. We we're born for that. You know what I mean? This is what we do up here. We're not, we're not, we're not like some of these other places, bro. I'm not from Montana, like, like Omar. Like O'Malley, you know what I mean? Like, we, we talk. We talk up here. And it's something I was born into. My first coach, was, all my coaches, my wrestling coach to, to George, used to beat my ass and just rub it in my face the whole time, man. And that's that's what I'm that's what I'm used to. So I'm ready, I'm ready for whatever comes. And you hate me, love me, just keep watching me, man, because it helps me. It helps me grow. It helps me, helps me get better. And if I can inspire people, that's great. If I don't, that's fine, man. We'll get, we're just going to keep going. Excellent, man. Well, Chris, kudos to you. Congratulations. Uh, you know, with all your fame comes fame for other fighters in New England, eyes coming on New England, people that you've trained with, people that you're training with now. Uh, it's just going to boost the area and uh, the notoriety and the fighters that we have here. So, Chris, man, thank you for everything you've done and uh, getting, uh, you know, you know, getting yourself on the map. I mean, I know it's been a team effort, but dude, you were in that cage and uh, man, you performed and you, you, you got an army of people that, uh, that love you at this moment, man. And it's just going to get bigger. So uh, congratulations, dude, on everything. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. And that's, that's what people need to understand, man. We're from the best area of fighting, I think in the world right now, man, we got some of the best fighters, all the guys that lows on, like, Dudes like Connor Matthews and all these other guys, and then dudes I train with like Aaron Hughes, and Mitch Raposo, and all these, and all these other guys, man, that that you don't even know, and like Brandon Demora and all these other guys, young kids coming up in the sport, man, great warriors that are that are gonna that are gonna make gonna make their way into the UFC. There's there's just a matter of time, man. We have some of the best fighters in the world, and uh, I'm just happy to be part and and uh, be from where I am. You know what I mean? It, it means a lot to me. Excellent, my man. Well, dude, uh, some of these kids that you mentioned, uh, you talked about maybe six, seven, eight years when you're ready to retire. Dude, you're going to be coaching them. You're going to be, uh, you know, side by side with them, watching them uh, achieve their dreams. So you're going to be in this martial arts game for the rest of your life, dude. And uh, uh, people are glad to have you in it. So last thing before I let you go, I know everyone knows your social media, Chris, but shout it out there anyway, because uh, man, this you're an inspiration, so let it go. No, for sure, man. I want I, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you, man, for having me on. I want to thank for everybody who's allowing me to make my let my name go, my family, my girlfriend, all my all my teammates, and everything else. And then I want to thank uh yeah, if you guys want to follow me, follow me on Instagram and uh follow me on uh, all my social media platforms. I'm gonna be on trying to get on TikTok soon, man. Be one of these other one of these other idiots once I can figure out how to how to figure out how to do it. You know what I mean? But it's uh just a matter of time, bro. Just keep following me and stay tuned to the next fight, man. 
Excellent, my man. Well, Chris, I'll be seeing you because I know you have uh, training partners that are going to be fighting on local cards. I'll be heading down the regiment, getting some interviews here and there with them. Uh, so, uh, dude, uh, man, congratulations, and we'll talk soon, man. I'll be seeing you uh, uh, eye to eye at some point in the next couple of months. Yeah, for sure. God bless, brother. Thank All right, you man. So much. You have a great night, man, and uh, thanks for coming on and, and giving me some more time uh, tonight, bro. Yeah, no problem. Thank All you right. so much, man. All right, man. You have a good night. You too. Well, there you go. Chris Motino. Motinho. Motinho. He's Portuguese. I say the name wrong, but it's a sexy name. Motinho. <clears throat> so with that said, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, like I said, Chris has been in this podcast room a bunch of times. He's called in a few times, um, you know, like he did tonight on his, uh, you know, regional fights. And like I said, he was going to fight for a title for CFFC. And then he took that 11 days notice with uh, Sean O'Malley and the rest is history. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight, everyone. Um, we're on here every Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. live on Facebook. Then we um, I download it to YouTube, uh, Spotify, all the other podcast sites. Throw some clips up on Instagram. So follow me everywhere at the Room Podcast, NewEnglandMMA.org. Uh, we're covering all local MMA and our local MMA Fighters fighting on the national level. So um, with that said, next week, I have Sean Alden Schubert in the room with me hanging out. Um, and we're going to talk about his huge fight this past Saturday night at Wartime Muay Thai, uh, where he made his pro Muay Thai debut. So Sean will be in studio with me. So with that said, I am going to play Chris's weigh-in video and then we the hell out of here. Thank you so much. Follow us, share, and love us always. We out.